You can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. I am Renisa Rose. Hey guys, it's your girl Amazing. And welcome to Personal Space. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. What's up, y'all? Hey guys. What up, girl? Hey girl, what's going on? Nothing. How was your week? Um, so far, so good. I cannot complain. What about you? Mine was pretty good. I cooked a bomb ass dinner on Sunday. I lied, oh. I just made the sides. <laughs> what was the meat? My sister made ribs and chicken on the grill, mm. so I put my foot in some mac and cheese. I made some greens, and I made some yams, mm. and I'm kind of sad because everyone said they weren't eating the sweet potatoes, so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to take it to work, and them shits was gone. They killed them. They did. Yo, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that looks so bomb. I ordered so food. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, and like... I'm so proud of my, and I, now I have the recipe down, so I don't have to read it <laughs> next well, time I make it. I've, no, yams and greens I've been making for a while. Mm -hmm. The mac and cheese is like a new, oh yeah, uncharted territory mm -hmm. for me. But I figured out how to make my cheese sauce from scratch. And oh, I'm did excited. you make a roux? Mm -hmm. Okay, I made a roux, mm -hmm. and I'm excited. So now this week coming up, I'm going to do a keto cauliflower mac and cheese. Mm, interesting. Um, so I'm excited. So. I haven't cooked one single thing. I haven't turned... Well, no, I've made, like, grilled cheese sandwiches and stuff. Mm -hmm. I haven't turned my oven on since about May. See, my sister has central air. Okay. So we cook. That makes a difference. Every weekend. Yeah. This weekend might be tricky, so I have to now make the mac and cheese again for my nephew's christening birthday. Mm hmm And the greens. And the yams. Mm hmm and I'm like, who Chile? Who's helping me peel these yams? <laughs> yeah, man, that's just something I can't. I've never made yams before. No, maybe one time I made them, and they came out. They came out decent. They're so easy. They're, yeah, I figured so a long time so, ago. Yams are my favorite. Yams and macaroni and cheese are my favorite. So the trick to cooking yams mm -hmm. is you put the yams uncooked in a pan. Mm -hmm. On the stove, you melt butter, right, and mix in brown sugar. Mm-hmm. And you want to put it so that it comes up maybe a, a centimeter in the pot uh -huh. and cover it, like in the pan, put it in the oven and bake it until everything becomes soft. Because what happens is the butter cooks into the yam. Right. So you don't use like nutmeg and cinnamon. I mean, I season the top. Like I, oh, put, okay. I put cinnamon on the top and mm -hmm. more brown sugar and some nutmeg. But the trick is literally in that melted butter yeah. and the brown sugar mixture that you're putting to cook into the yams. Mm. And then my it comes kid loves balls, them. It, Yo, my kids fucked it up. Yeah. You ain't eat nothing on that plate but them yams. Yeah, King loves yams. So candy yams. He loves them so much. So I should probably, I mean, when the weather like decides to like, chill out a little <laughs> when bit. When it's not Satan in your kitchen. <laughs> listen, listen. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. So um, yeah, I haven't cooked in, and I feel like a loser mom. Me too. Because I just, I'm fucking hot. And I haven't meal prepped all summer. Like I got to get back on it. Like I told myself today, I almost ordered Chipotle and I was like, no bitch, you brought lunch. Yeah. Like I literally packed five to go plates on some paper plates uh -huh. and said, oh, meal prep. <laughs> I ain't cook all this food for no reason. <laughs> My sister was like, what are you doing? I was like, girl, I'm packing lunch. And I yeah. took all the paper plates literally yeah. and wrapped that shit in foil and put it in a plastic bag and every day. I take a paper plate out, <laughs> and I don't know, one plate might have ribs, the next plate might have chicken, so right. it's a surprise to me yeah, when yeah, I get yeah. to work. That's funny. 
Yeah, no, I just, I need to. So my best friend convinced me to start keto on Monday. I'm excited, guys. I am not really excited. Okay, so I'm a bit of a rebel. Mm -hmm. So these are like definitive rules. And that's really hard for me because I'm so, y'all know me. Keto doesn't give you rules. Keto gives you a guideline. What you do with that guideline is on you. Like I mean, that's every rule in my. That's just every rule in the world. It's a guideline. The Bible is a well, guideline. I the mean, Quran is a life, guideline. Think about it. Yeah, the and I just thumb, do what the fuck I want. Yeah, right. But the for example, you, there's a rule you shouldn't eat McDonald's every day. You're gonna die. You don't eat it. You don't have a problem with that shit because you know you're gonna fucking die. Like, if you have to change how you look at the guidelines. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on this week. (laughs) That's what I'm working on because I want to do it. I could stand to lose about mm, 30 pounds. I'm really Mm -hmm. tall guys. So you can't really tell how fat I am, but I'm fat. Wait, have you seen that meme that says I'm fatter in real life (laughs) or I'm fat in real life? Yeah. That shit cracks me up all the time because it's me. I'm fat in real life. I mean, keto was like, so aside from the losing weight aspect of keto, what I liked about it is mm-hmm. you literally don't feel hungry. Right. Like I've gone 24 hours and I'll be like, yo, and I've worked out. I've went through my day mm-hmm. off of like just water. Right. And not like I'm starving on my, starving myself. But mm-hmm. one of the real important things about keto is to not eat, like not eat if you're not hungry. Right. And your body will let you know. Sometimes you're just thirsty. If you drink some water and your stomach yeah. is still banging at your door. Okay. Eat something. Then, right. Right. But right. it's so funny because one of my girlfriends and I, we work together and I'll be like, damn, I'm hungry. She'll be like, nah, you're just thirsty. Drink some of this water. Yeah. I, I laugh, but it's true. It's so true. Like in the morning, the first thing I do is drink a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Because I wake up hungry as fuck in the yeah. morning. I don't be hungry. I'm thirsty. Yeah. And my body is just like, whatever. And you, we have grown, society has made us feel like we need three meals a day. We need to eat. These serving, like we don't. If mm-hmm. you ain't hungry, don't eat. Niggas out there starving every day, B. <laughs> like you do, not need, you do not need these helpings. So like. I love keto because when you do eat, you can eat a lot and it holds you over to the next moment. And your mm-hmm. body ideally starts to burn the fat that you have stored, which causes the weight loss. But it gives you a lot of energy. You'll find that your brain is sharp and you're just all around like just a better version of you. Right. No, it's true. And I mean, I've done it, not keto, but, you know, I go through these bouts where it's like, all right. I need to lose some weight. I know how to lose weight. I know how my body works. So, all right, you need to lose weight. And I'll just, like, eat clean for, yeah. like, two weeks. And I'll drop 10 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can lose. I know how my body works. So I know exactly what I need to do to lose weight. But I just lack discipline because I just want to do whatever. You want to do hit right shit with your friends. I that shit ain't healthy. with my friends. You know what? So I, I fell off the keto bandwagon um, maybe, like, May ish, mm-hmm. like hardcore. Yeah, I've only gained five pounds back. That's not, and bad. I'm not happy about it. But right. it's like, damn. Imagine if I wasn't still working out, bitch. I'd probably be back to where I was. But I got to get back on it because I am training for this 5K, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be heavy. I want my stomach jiggling. Yeah, that's that's rough. You know, my son says, "Mommy, are you always gonna look like that?" And I'll be ready to like go up top on him. Like, yeah, like really? it's your fault. It's your fault. Actually, it's not his fault. So Eva disrespected the fuck out of me this weekend. Yeah, rude ass kid. So I'm getting dressed and I'm putting on my, my clothes and Eva goes, mommy, what's that on your back? She's talking about my love handles. Mm-hmm. 
She said, is that your spine? I said, no, Eva, you know, your spine's in the middle of your back. And I show her. Mm-hmm. She said, so what's that, a boob? <laughs> and I was like, it be your own. It be your own. Like, your own. Just the it be your. It be your own. <laughs> your own. The one you birthed. So now I'm out here looking at my back boob. <laughs> oh, whole boob. That's so cute. Such assholes. But you know what? I don't know. They're just wondering. She looked and she was like, I was like, Eva. And she just smiled like, what? Well, what is so it? when I started to people the story, she started laughing like, oh, this is a joke. Like, nope, it's not a joke. It's very offensive. Watch, she's going to start telling people, my mom's got boobs on her back. Yeah. Now I'm just be like, I'm putting you up for sale. Like, You're I fucking rude. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah, but they don't know because they've got little bodies and they're like, <sighs> 25 pounds soaking wet. He you was know. 39 now. Well, Kingston's 42, so. My kid. And our kids are two years apart. Yes, but my baby is tall. Eva's tall too, but I don't know where that 39 pounds. I think the scale was off. I'm going to have to measure her at, weigh her at home because yeah. she don't have the Somalian belly. No. She's just all skin and bone and like. Yeah, my kid is skin and, actually, my kid is very fit. Yeah, he's he, got. King, King got abs. No, he does. And he's he's got like little cuts. My child works out. That shit, yo, I'm embarrassed. My kid, excuse me, will lay on the living room floor and like tuck his feet under the couch and do sit ups. And do sit ups. King is goals. You need to work out with your workout buddy and stop playing out I here. Know. You my, got no excuse. You got motivation right there, right in my face, right in my face. You don't have no excuse, yo. So one day last year, during the school year, I asked him. Kingston, why are you buying school lunch? I thought your dad packed you lunch. And he says, um, well, because he packed me a Lunchable and I told him not to buy it because it was nothing healthy in it. I said, well, did you take it to school? Yeah. Did you eat it? No. Well, why not? I told I told you it was nothing healthy in it. It was See, nothing healthy. He knows. I said, oh, my God. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> well, coming from the same kid that won't eat shit green but a green. Girl, if you don't blend that up and put it in the smoothie and keep it And he moving. won't drink the smoothie because he doesn't like the texture of it. I've got nothing. I just say whatever. Do what you want. This guy I know he used to blend up spinach and put it in waffles. Mm. Like make waffles for his daughter. Oh, that's a good idea. And he would blend up like spinach and strawberry. Mm-hmm. But like you just make it look cool because it's green. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, and he mixed that shit in with some biscuit. And boom. There that's she a eat good her ass idea because he loved him a pancake and a waffle. And then it could be green. It could be monster pancakes. Mm-hmm. Little do he know. Life hack. You okay. eat healthy, son. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm doing that this weekend. All right. All right. Well, let's jump right into our hot topics. The first one is such great news, guys. Such great news. So my boy, Meek Millet. Her boo. Ramik. <laughs> Robert Ramik. What's his last name? I forgot. I don't know. We don't go together for real because I don't know his last name. A lot of bitches go together with somebody they don't know their last name. Yeah, no, not me. I'm just not that one. <laughs> I'm not that one. All right. So last week, um, he announced that um, Jay-Z and the Rock Nation had teamed up with Meek and Dream Chasers to make a joint venture record label. That is so fucking dope. Yep. And the record label is going to be called Dream Chasers. So that's going to be cool. Um, Jay-Z quoted, and I think it's so dope. He said, the music and the culture that we that we created, we've been giving it away for so long. We cleaned the floors up before we owned the building. 
but we don't shine shoes anymore. Like, nah, that's, that's so out. dope. That should be a t-shirt. We don't shine shoes anymore. Yeah. Merch. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, that's so dope. It's like, imagine the person that you looked up to and admired for so long, just admired their hustle and their struggle and everything that they've done to be in the place that they are now is now your fucking business partner. Yeah. Yep, and that's like the prime example of like once you move forward, sometimes you gotta reach back and bring somebody with you. But they gotta be ready. And then the very next day, no, it was the same day. Was it the same day? Yeah. So the article came out in the morning. In the morning, and then by like twelve noon, I guess he, you know, he had court that same day Mm because I'm assuming that he, um, they had done the paperwork and all of that shit like maybe like a couple days prior and mm-hmm. then they had just come out with it that day but then that very same day he went to court and his conviction was thrown out and he's been granted a new trial and, and since the conviction's been thrown out he's off probation he's look off, at God. like off probation he's no longer a felon like his record basically has been wiped clean and that's because the judge not the judge but the the cops that Pulled, like that did all that shit mm-hmm. they had been um deemed corrupt yeah you know what i'm saying so all the people that they had that had been convicted from issues with those cops they've been out of jail they their shit has been thrown away but because that judge mm-hmm. has such a fucking a vendetta a, like a huge vendetta against him she was like nah 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 you know what I'm saying? So she yeah. held him. She held on to that. And it's so fucked up that. It be your own. It be your own. Be but your own. all skin folk and kin folk, ain't that what, it's, <laughs> and, what they say? I think so. But in addition to that, mm-hmm. they also overturned the trial judge's parole violation that sent him back to jail back right. in 2017. Right. So, and that's that uh, when he was um, doing the dirt bikes and Willie's mm-hmm. indictment. So shout out to Meek. I shout think that's super great news. Me. That is so. Like, I'm so happy for him. Like, so happy to see all of these things. Like, to because everybody, when you live in that light, mm-hmm. everyone is just sitting watching, like eating popcorn. So, waiting for you to fuck waiting up, waiting for, for you, you to, to fail. Up. So, all of those times. So, in that moment where he went through all of that shit, like that back to back shit with Drake, compl- like just taking L's left and right and. After all of that shit, so in your industry, your job is on the line at this moment because niggas is like, oh, Meek is done. He's finished. Drake killed him. Drake won a fucking Grammy off the diss song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He did all of this shit. Who was he fucking with at that time? Nikki. He was with Nicki mm. Minaj. And that bitch, I'm okay, to our so she would never, like, of course, we don't know exactly what conversations were had, but Drake and Nikki... At the time, I don't know if they're still label mates or not. I don't know. But at that time, they were both still with Young Money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were both like, air quote, like that. They was brother like and brother sister. and sister, like all of these things. And granted, we don't know exactly what's happening. But I know that if my man is beefing with my friend, my label mate, my coworker, I'm going to try to smooth it out as yeah, much as I as can. as much as possible. I'm, because, of course, with men, when egos get involved, it's a lot of shit you can't really get involved in. Mm-hmm. But something that's so... Something that's so just nasty and upfront, 
you can't like you. Can't, your silence is just as bad. Your silence is just as bad. Like on Rick Ross, his last album, maybe the last one or the one before, um, a song. Oh gosh, he referenced that whole situation. Like he basically he told me not to fuck with Nicki, just off the strength of that type of shit, yeah. and not anything to do with. Her as a person, right. just how she handled that situation, her ill handling of that yeah, situation. Yeah, that shit was. But this is up. the same lady whose brother raped the fourteen year old, and she's still been silent. So your right. silence, your silence is, is very loud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Very loud. It is very loud. You don't say anything. You not saying anything says everything. everything. Absolutely. You know? So I'm just really happy for him because everything has completely turned around. Like they. People counted him out. Yeah. Like, you're done. And he was like, you know what? No, he I'm came not. came back, like, and handled that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just so, I love to see stories like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to see that, especially with my black men. Like, I love to see those stories. Like, it's like almost like a Cinderella story. Yeah. You know? And I just, I think that that shit is so dope. Shout out to Meek Mill, my boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. he's so fun. Yeah, it's all right. No, I love him. But on to more exciting news. Oh, this is exciting. Insecure is going to start shooting season four in September. And we're getting more episodes, y'all. We are getting getting... two more episodes and they're not going to be longer. I don't give a damn. Man. Them little 30 minute snippets, I'll be salivating over Insecure. Like, all right, is it coming on tonight? All right, what's happening with dumbass Lawrence? Damn, what's going on with dumbass Daniel? Damn. Damn. <laughs> I know. I just wish that. Could they at least give us 45? Nah, I feel like this is making us hold on. And it's just such good content. But no, in the is. meantime and in between time while they're filming, she does have a new show out. And it's called A Black Lady Sketch Show. And that's also airing on B- HBO while she'll be filming in the fall. That's so dope. she's giving us a little something to hold, just to hold on us to. Over. I'm so excited about the uh, Black Lady Sketch. I forget. Um, her name is little black girl, Quita. Uh, no, Kita. Oh, Kint- Kintab. Kintab. Oh. She's Kint- like, oh, he got money. He got money, yeah. Kita. <laughs> I'm really, really, really excited about that. I think that it's going to be a great, great, great show. Yeah, so you have them. Gabrielle Dennis, and she was Derwin Ding Dong Davis's on the game's Baby Mama. Yes. Um, And then you have Robin Feed mm-hmm. and Ashley Nicole Black. So they're all a part of the black lady sketch show and i think it's just i was watching it live in color last night yeah i don't know why that got me excited for this because that's a sketch show <laughs> i know but it just was like oh they're, they're bringing back my childhood but yeah even better so i'm really excited about it like really 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 and it's gonna have um um cameos from a bunch of people yeah so you know it's gonna be lit like they Issa pull Issa spares no expense to keeping us entertained right <laughs> like no expense so i'm excited for that so Shout out to Issa and all that black girl magic. And all the black I'm here girl for magic. everyone black. No. I'm voting for everyone. I'm rooting everyone for everyone black. black. I'm rooting for them. Oh. you. Dasha stepped on my foot, but oh, this I'm time sorry. she has shoes on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Normally, it's me playing footsies with her, but this time, <laughs> play footsies I'm with your sorry. own foot. Stomped, stomped on my big toe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm so excited. I love... I love sketch. I love um, improv. And I don't know that it's... I'm sure it's not going to be improv. Well, I used to watch her YouTube series. Yeah. And I just feel like everything Issa touches golden. Like, I read her book. I've I've watched her. I've never finished the book. But I have it. I kind of stand. Like, I went on a summer binge with for Issa. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've read her book. 
I've watched her. I started watching her YouTube series before Insecure came out. Yeah. So that's why when Insecure came out, it was an easy transition for right, me. Right, right, right. It was dope. So, and it was nice to see some of the people from Insecure, mm-hmm. from her YouTube series, right. in Insecure. Insecure. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, homegirl, really, she's holding on to people, you know, giving people work. So yeah. I'm, I'm loving everything she's doing. So, so did you see last summer when she had that yacht party? Yes. Oh my god, the yacht party. It was party so was, lit. I wish I was there. I just want to be her friend. And her and Yvonne girls was there. I just want to be their friends. Yeah. Because that's the type of time I'm trying to be on. Me too. All the time. All, all the time all the time so i'm super excited i'm just i stand for isa she's beautiful she's what our kids need to see yes she's absolutely she's what we need to see yes because it's i feel like in their own way that was like the revision of girlfriends in their own way mm-hmm. because girlfriends was like us like you got a lawyer you got a real estate a guru a single mom, and then you got a free spirit sitting down drinking wine and eating sushi. Like, right. I'm here for all of this. Right, right, Owning right. homes in LA. Yeah. Boom. Living their best life. I'm here for it. So Issa is just... I love her. I love her because she is us. She's our same age. Mm-hmm. So everything that she does is relatable because she's a regular black girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So everything that all the shows that she has you know, all the content that she puts out is so relatable because it's like, damn, I too was with somebody and I really know how long if I was supposed to be with them. Yeah. And then I too left him and then was in some fucked up situation, but I figured it out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, it's all so relatable. And that's what I love about Issa. And what I like is that her shows isn't just for us. Like, you had niggas really on Team Lawrence. Like, right. you had niggas like, yes. fuck Issa. She went and she fucked that nigga in the studio. Like, niggas was, men were just as invested and insecure yes. as women were. And yeah. it was like, it was for us. For us, by us, we bringing that back. Absolutely. I need LL Cool J to kind of revamp that line. They tried. I think, they tried. But I think now in this day and they age. They just did. Within like the put it in year. Forever Twenty One, like Kamora Lee did Baby Fat. That's smart, but they just did. They just uh, redid Fubu. Uh, maybe within like the past. Tell them year. To try again. Tell them to try again. I mean, if they bring Fila back at Bloomingdale's, you y'all can bring back. They Fubu. did. I remember. I think the logo on Fubu. See, a lot of issues that I have with um, streetwear is that's you know, a streetwear line. Mm-hmm. The logos are so obnoxious. <laughs> you need a subtle little fubu in the corner. Yeah. I don't need that big ass five on my back. Listen, Please go have a seat. Oh five. Oh five. <laughs> yeah. So, but they did. I, I want to say it was last year. They redid it. But I mean, cause I remember seeing Charlemagne in some stuff. Um, let's see. Fubu did a revamp. When was it? Yeah. They have stuff on sale right now. Oh, Okay. Yeah, well, they do. Um, Fubu made a return just this year. Yeah. So, yeah, just this year in March of 2019. They did. They made a comeback. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so maybe I'll find me a little Fubu something. But look at how obnoxious it is. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. I'm going to get a piece. I'm going to get a piece. Just like my little staple piece. Yeah. Just to have. All right, so... On to some fuck shit. Y'all city boys is out here really acting up. And we have one of the longest running city boys. <laughs> oh, we have Fabulous versus Emily B. So um, it was reported by TMZ. Um, TMZ actually released a picture of Fabulous out to lunch with a mysterious woman mm-hmm. at a Mexican restaurant in Jersey. I love Mexican. 
And Fab went on yo a campaign to clear his name. He said it was just one of the teachers. He went and had like a full. Like he posted. He had. He went live. He posted paragraphs. The nigga talking about defamation, not defamation. <laughs> Yo, he was hot. He was so mad he couldn't when, even spell check. When Ti was like, "You mean defamation?" But I get you. They get they get me that mad. <laughs> and he called he called him the big word king. Fab uh, called uh, Ti the big word king. He was like, "My bad, king. You know they just out here making shit up. You know I know you the big word king. I should have ran that shit by you first. <laughs> so to me, this was like a prime example of when you really wasn't doing nothing. Like when you finally was trying to get your shit together and you really wasn't doing nothing and somebody said you was doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And you'd be like, nah, because I really wasn't. Like I'm just I'm just trying to live my life. <laughs> Meanwhile, Em is out living her best life. She is on she one should. of the best looking girl strips. And I don't know if it's in response to what was reported, but she tweeted. This often offends people when I say this, but I don't care. My mental health is priority over any friendship or relationship. I'll lose anyone and anything before I lose my mind. This has been my mood all year. And when I say I'm so happy for her and her growth, because I remember watching, remember like the first season of Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. The second season of Love and Hip Hop? (laughs) The third season? Fab had her out here looking crazy. Well, in his defense for that one, he just said that he didn't because he had seen everything that had been transpiring in Love and Hip, like on Love but and Hip Hop. But that don't explain the first season. He didn't want to, uh, he was okay with her being on the show, mm-hmm. but he wanted nothing to do with it. So he explained that um, when they did that. Uh, the family shoot? Yeah, the family shoot. They he she already knew he wasn't coming because he said he didn't want to be. Yeah, but that was there. like season two. Let's talk about season one where bitches was coming to her saying, "I fucked your man." Like, I mean, I feel like at some point in time, that and which is why, and this is what Chrissy said to 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 Jim Jones, like, "Your job is to protect me." Right. So if you seen the cast list or you saw my filming list, my man, I would have been like, "Nah, sis, don't go." <laughs> right, <laughs> don't right, go. right. Or or not even don't go. That's for you to. Tell me that shit. Before I find Before out. Before I find out. That's just with anything. Like, my ex and I, we had a conversation one day. Like, we were all going to be at some place. Mm-hmm. And he called me and he was like, all right, boom, 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 boom. This is what it is. I want to tell you so that nobody can come to you. And even yeah. with my son's dad and I, he bought some shit to me first. So you're not blindsided so that by the I'm information. I'm not blindsided so that when shit blow up, because you know bitches be messy, because they gonna bring that shit to you. They're going to say, this is what's up. This is what happened. This is what I did. They gonna bring that shit to you. So when they bring it to you, you've already handled it and digested exactly. it. And then you can move. Exactly. You can then move accordingly. Protect you're her. not acting out of emotion, which is why Chrissy whooped Cambella's ass. <laughs> <laughs> whoop her ass just because like it's some it's some it's shit you don't do right you know what i'm saying so i'm all for him doing her she's put up with enough i mean more than enough and more than i think anybody would tolerate and it's like maybe he is trying to do good but just last year she was out he was out there fighting with the father just last and year. i think he knocked out her front tooth allegedly well, that, allegedly allegedly he knocked her front tooth out 
You so, know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, girl, you've dealt with enough. Yeah. So if this is your moment to wear, because that's what happens. It always happens this way. When you are fed up and tired of being tired and tired of being tired, just tired of being tired. That's when the niggas want to get it right. get his shit together. But at that point, so much shit has happened. It's like a broken mirror. Yeah, you can pick up the pieces and try to paint them back together. You'll still have cracks. Nothing repairs that right, shit. Right, right, right. So, I mean, best of luck to them. I mean, <laughs> I'm all for M. M is fab. She is. You lust. No pun intended. <laughs> no but I mean, either this. way she they go, like, I'd be happy for them either mm-hmm. way. Like, if she leaves, cool. If she stays, cool. I just want them to win. I want him to bring her on red carpet. I know. I mean... Listen. He might now, though. He might try to invite her everywhere now. Cause that He looked the way he looked on red carpet because of her. But in those moments where she wasn't fucking with him, it was so clear. Because it's like, what the fuck is he wearing? Trash. Who, who dressed you? Okay, because it wasn't him. <laughs> it was not him. Shout out to Emily. Emily B. Emily Bustamantes. I don't, I can't say that name. She's Dominican, but happy, shout out to her. <laughs> I'm here for it. Do you, boo? Yep. All right. On to the next one. Um, y'all boy, ASAP Rocky, he's still in jail. Yeah, man. His trial started today. He pled not guilty. So they, um, okay, so they... I don't know how it works, but they charged him with assault. They charged him with, yep, with assault. Um, they charged him with assault on the guy. And I'm mm-hmm. like. But they said apparently the, the, the man, like the hospital record shows that he, like they fucked him up. Did you see the pictures? Yeah. He looked crazy. But no, I mean, they fucked him up. So today I was talking to one of my girlfriends at work. And she, you know, doesn't follow or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was just giving her an update as to how, like, she didn't see any of the videos. She hadn't seen the pictures or anything. So she had just seen, you know, just like headlines and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And of course she saw him like... The injuries? No, no, no. She didn't see the injuries, but she saw like um, what people have been posting about ASAP and like what he said and, you know... Basically, uh, Black Lives Black Lives Matters is above him type of shit. She had heard about those things, so she like don't we don't care about him now. He ain't care about us. He denounced us, whatever. So then I just told her like, you know, those things were said in an interview. It was you know he came out and said that that shit was edited. Um, things were edited and they took it out of context and things like that. And I said, I could see him. I said, maybe he is a little shithead person. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he was being completely like, maybe he was being facetious and we don't know. You know what I'm saying? But here are the videos. This is the video of him being taunted, harassed, antagonized. You know what I'm saying? And then the person following him. So we watched both videos And they were, um, it's like maybe like a total of six minutes, everything. So we watched the video of him being, him talk, them talking to them, telling the little kids to get out of here, go away. Them still following. Then everything up until the fight. And of course they didn't release the fight. It's like you see people that are in the stores where they are like recording. So it was like a bunch of recordings all put together. And so it shows ASAP grabbing him like by his shirt and like fucking slinging him across the ground and then them all jumping on him you know so it's Mm -hmm. like yeah that's fucked up 
damn, that's fucked up. And then when you see the pictures, you like, damn, oh, that's why they that's got him why they're charged. They're charging him with assault and all of these things because they fucked him up. But he fucking deserved that shit. Yeah. Nobody deserves to get their ass whooped like that and you like stomping and kicking and shit like that. Like he could have the security stopped them. They could have manhandled him, move him out the way and keep him moving. Like they Y'all gotta know when enough is enough. They could they could the security guard, who's the security guard, because he was a big guy. He did way too he much talking. He could him. Like, he boom. did way too much talking. If he was my security guard, I'd fucking fire him. Like, why are you talking? Why are you talking Remove this him much? from me. Remove him from me. Get me the fuck out of here, just like the thing that happened with Future. Like, Future's bodyguards got him out of there, and they handled it. Unfortunately, he got knocked <laughs> out. That's a whole nother conversation. But those are things that, have, I mean, that's a risk you got to take when you're somebody's bodyguard. Yeah. You very well can get knocked the fuck out, you know? But in ASAP situation, it's just like your fucking security failed you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you being a hothead, you failed yourself yeah. because the security guard and his friends in those videos, they were like holding him back. And he's like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Leave us alone. We not bothered. You know, you're talking too much. Get on about your fucking business. Like, get the fuck on. But because you was raised on Dipset and all you do is fucking run your mouth. You done cast a check. Wait, you done wrote a check. Your ass couldn't cash. Yep. Ain't that what they said? Yup, yup. So it's like, then y'all didn't have to go as far as y'all did. And I get that. You just get lost in the sauce. You just get lost in rage. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a zero to 60. Right, and because I too have been in situations where it is I me. have- I too. Went way, like I remember- being young and fighting this girl and just blacking out. And I remember... But he shouldn't have fought. Like, you shouldn't even have gone that far. He like, should not have done that at all. Like, he shouldn't have... But like I was saying, I remember blacking out and stomping somebody out and a lady driving by stopped and, like, broke the fight up. And it was like, oh, shit. I didn't even know this was happening. I didn't even know. Yeah. Because you just black out. But somebody should have been... um wise mature mature enough just somebody should have been like wise enough to be like oh like this is your money train let's get him the fuck out of here yeah he don't eat we don't eat <laughs> this is what i'm saying so your security failed you and your hothead your anger or whatever fucking got the best of you got the best of you and, and now, now look at you you facing six years you're sitting in a swedish jail i didn't even hear that it was because at first it was like, uh, well, I guess the minimum of two, maximum of six. Mm -hmm. So that's fucked up that you like you have a career, you have everything going for yourself. You work so hard and you to lose get, it for a nigga who ain't got shit. For a motherfucker that don't have anything. And he's home. He is home with bandages and shit. I mean, they he broke up his ass. I know. But those pictures, if you guys want to see him, I don't know. I'm. I'm a glutton for that shit. And uh, TMZ posted them. So, I mean, a bunch of blocks posted them, but TMZ were the original ones. And then I saw some um, leaked te text messages, like group chats and shit like that between them. And it was just like, um, it was no real, it wasn't any incriminating shit, but it was just kind of like, we kept telling him to leave us alone. Like, this is, this is fucked up, you know? Yeah. So... I hate that that happened, but that's just like a lesson. Like, you guys be careful out you here. Have, 
And stop hiring your homies to be your security. That ass. You hire you a trained professional. Yeah, get you somebody, a get so, you a Julius. Do Beyonce still got Julius? Bitch, Julius is going nowhere. Okay, get you a Julius, y'all. Yeah, because it's like you have to be able to like. Yeah, I know you want to hire your friends, but hire your friends to do something else. Hire them to carry your fucking bags or something. I don't know. Whatever people hire their friends to do. Something. You know what Just I'm saying? Just not protect you because no. clearly they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball because you, like, he should have, we talked about Safari and that fucking machine gun. <laughs> You know, and but you should have just left. I feel like if I'm in a different country, I don't know to speak. Like he wasn't a threat. He like, wasn't a threat, him. but I, it was a, yeah, it was an annoyance. I would have just sure. left. Like I would have been like, yo, and and honestly, that just goes to show in life, things will aggravate you in life. Like you have to decide how you react, and that's the only thing you have in control. What he could have done was fucking leave yeah. and leave quickly. Yeah, get out of there. And it's like, okay. Again, we're only speculating, but no, we're, I mean, from the video, we're speculating from the video and it's like, and then the other, the girls were like, yeah, he's being a jerk. He like grabbed me and my friend's ass. And so clearly this kid was just being a fucking jerk. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was just being a jerk. And it's now so bad that it's all above you now. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you can do. Yeah. You can defend yourself, but the proof is in these videos and it's like, yeah, that boy slapped the security guard with the headphones, but y'all also molly whopped his ass. Y'all fucking y'all took like, it too far. Y'all went from zero to sixty like, for no reason. That big ass security guard, you did way too much talking. Somebody needs to whoop your ass. Yeah, like you did way too much, way too much talking. Leave us alone. Get out of here. Bop bop bop. And no, then be his ass. And then. When the fucking jerky ass kid slap you with the headphones, you say, I could wh- I should whoop your ass right now. That was your cue to whoop his ass. Right. Like that was your cue to fucking grab him up by his shirt and fucking dangle him from the the uh, within an inch of his life, like yo, I will fuck you up, take your ass. Either you gonna get this ass whooping or you gonna take your ass home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel really bad for ASAP. Then the president got involved, so Kim Kardashian and her husband got uh, Donald Trump on the line, and so he called over to Sweden and was like trying to get him pardoned. And Sweden was, uh, Rocky will receive no special treatment. <laughs> the prime minister was like, "Look, we got rules over here. I don't know what y'all do over there, but over here we abide by our rules." And it's so crazy because Sweden is actually a very peaceful uh, yeah. country. You know what I'm saying? Sweden is they're neutral. Yeah, no, that's Switzerland. 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 Well, um, but I, I think Sweden is an ally. So then Trump tweets, "Very disappointed in Prime Minister Stefan Lovin for being unable to act. <laughs> Sweden has let our African American community down in the United States. I watched the tapes of ASAP Rocky, and he was being followed and harassed by troublemakers." Treat Americans fairly. Hashtag free Rocky. Give ASAP Rocky his freedom. We do so much for Sweden, but it doesn't seem to work the other way around. Sweden should focus on its real crime problem. And Trump should focus on his fucking supporters that are out here antagonizing black people. Mm-hmm. His people done shot up Emmett Till's grave. They sure did. Fuck out of here. You can't tell another country what the fuck to do in and their you country. you can't even run your When you own. can't even get these fucking porch crickets under control yep you cannot you can't do you can't do shit that's like somebody uh 
beating on their wife and you mad because your cousin getting beat on by her husband. Excuse me, bitch. Stop beating on your wife and maybe he stopped beating on and her. This is what I'm saying. Now get the fuck on. This is what I'm saying. So it's like, that was really extreme, but you get where I'm coming from. But that's extreme as yeah. that's that's how extreme it is right now in our country. Yeah. You have people walking around under the guise of making America great mm-hmm. and outwardly showing racism. Mm-hmm. You know, once upon a time, it used to be hidden. We used to do it at the dinner table. Right, right, right. But now people are comfortable yeah. letting you know where you need to go back to. They'll buy you a ticket. In fact, he's the one. It's him. He's people. Yeah, he so, is people. He is people. So it's like. We don't really appreciate your efforts. No, sir. we don't. We because don't. Because that's like going to feed the hungry in Africa when your neighbor's hungry. This is what My I'm man, saying. If you don't go sit the fuck down and feed your people, mm-hmm. but whatever. You this know, charity exactly starts at home. what I'm saying. So it's like you want to do all of these things. Like you, tr- you trying because you thought that. You thought that you're a celebrity and you thought that you're um, not even because you're the president, but you thought that your celebrity mm-hmm. would get another celebrity off. And the prime minister was like, fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, so. you could take that shit and shove it because over here at Death Row Records, <laughs> <laughs> you either bow down and get down. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, you don't have no choice. Well, uh, on to some more exciting news Free Flacco. Free Flacco, though. Well, it's fucked up. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I'm still screaming Free Flacco because he don't, you know, it's unfortunate. He shouldn't have let his temper get the best of him. But right. we've all been in those type of situations. Well, on to some more exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> Angie Martinez has been tapped to host a new series. It's called The Untold Stories of Hip Hop. Y'all, y'all know how I felt about it about Angie Martinez. Y'all know Angie Martinez is my big sister in my head. She is why I am working on perfecting my craft to this day. To this day. To this day. So the show will air on WeTV. Again, it's called The Untold Story of Hip Hop. The episodes will be an hour long and they'll cover never before told tales of hip hop in the hip hop industry. Some of the people that are set to come visit the show are great such as Queen Latifah, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. They even got Cardi and DJ Khaled. So I think that'll be pretty dope because it'll focus on the behind the scenes stories that contribute to what hip hop is today. Which I think is amazing. I love to hear stories. Um, Noriega has a um, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, they stream it on um, Revolt TV and of course YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's called Drink Champs. So basically what it is, it's... Um, him interviewing the greats of hip hop. Like he'll interview people from, you know, artists of today mm-hmm. and then artists from the past, you know, like people that paved the way. Because oftentimes in hip hop, people forget about the old heads, the ones that started this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The ones that did the footwork and laid the ground for there to even be a fucking cardi b right excuse me you know what i'm saying so it's like i appreciate that about him because he'll interview one episode it'll be like rick ross and another episode it'll be rock him or big daddy kane or eric b you know what i'm saying so it's just dope to hear those stories and to see you know basically people getting their flowers while they're here to Mm -hmm. smell it you know what i'm saying so that's so dope to me 
I'm like a super hip hop head. Like when I was four or five years old, Big Daddy Kane was my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's so dope to see now Angie because Angie Martinez has been in hip hop almost she is from radio hip hop. Angie started at Hot 97 when she was 19. Well, before it became Hot 97, it was another station. She's been there since she was 19 years old. Yeah. So she's been in radio all of her adult life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to see that they've chosen her, such hip-hop radio royalty, to, to head uh, up this show. is like, yo, y'all did something good. Well, that's great. Shout out to Angie. We can't wait to watch it. I'm super, super, super excited. It's gonna be, it's gonna be dope. I can't wait to see um, where they go with it. Like, I wonder, like, what they're gonna talk about. Probably just different stories, like stories that we don't know anything about, or stuff we've heard about, but they like the know. background stories. To yeah, it. Angie did um, an interview with Tupac mm-hmm. during the. Um, East Coast, the big... East Coast, West Coast. In the heart of the East Coast, West Coast uh, beef. Mm -hmm. And so she never talked... Like, everyone knew that she did the interview, but she never released it. So in her book, in her autobiography, she um, put, like, the excerpts from the interview in it. And it was just so dope because people love and respect Angie so Mm -hmm. much. Like, like that they were able to like she was always a um a neutral ground she was was always switzerland Switzerland. right right she was always switzerland because even in the heart of the jay-z and nas beef she was still because she has she's friends with both of them yeah you know what i'm saying so she was still able to be the middle person and be neutral about it and so when you hear those stories or when i was reading her book and you read those stories about that is like, wow, that's dope. I want that. Shout out to Angie. Shout out to Angie Moore. All right. You ready to talk about this what the fuck? All right. This what the fuck is. What the fuck. Yeah. And it's a sad what the fuck. All right. So for those of you who live on the East Coast, you may have heard this story before, but huh, all right. So we have a father who left his twins in the car and worked an eight hour shift. This took place in New York. Um, he left his one-year-old twins in the car while he worked an eight-hour shift. He stated that he blanked out and that now his babies are dead and he killed his babies. That was his statement to the police. He told the police officers he thought he dropped the twins off at daycare before he went to work at a Bronx hospital on Friday, according to the criminal complaint filed by the district attorney. He pled not guilty to two counts of manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide, and endangering the welfare of a child. <sighs> So, every summer, we have to deal with the fact there are kids dying in Mm -hmm. these hot-ass cars. And every summer, someone says, I fucking forgot. Mm -hmm. Here is what blew my mind. The man parked his silver Honda Accord with twins, one-year-old twins in the backseat, and forgot? That's crazy. So, my thought was, okay... Before I knew that he had dropped another child off at school already. So he had a four-year-old that he dropped off at daycare Mm -hmm. and forgot to drop off the one-year-old, the Mm one-year-olds to their respective daycare. 
it don't it doesn't really sit well with me now by law technically children two and under are supposed to be rear facing right and Renisa made a good point saying, well, maybe they were facing the back and he didn't see them, right. whatever the case, whatever, what have you. Maybe they were facing the back. Maybe they were sleeping. So they didn't make any noise I don't on know your way out. And the problem I have with that is that he was driving a Honda Accord. Like, right. So it would be one thing if they were like in a, a, a third row of the minivan. Right, right, right. I was just getting ready to the say The third that. row of an Explorer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a Honda Accord? A Honda Accord. Like, what if it was like a coupe? That would make it even worse. Yo, I just, I don't know. I feel like as parents, we have one fucking job. And that's to keep the kids safe. Shout out to my best friend's big sister. We got to protect our babies, keep them safe. That shit's crazy. Like, what the fuck is going through your mind? Like, people don't leave their groceries in the car, though. No. They never, ever, ever leave their groceries in the car, but they will forever leave their kids and their dogs in the car. Yo, funny story. Me and King were walking into, um, we get out the car and we go into like family Dollar, Dollar Tree, something like that. And the car next to us, it was a kid in the car. Um, she looked like a big, like an older kid. Mm-hmm. She looked like she might've been like 10. Oh, wow. And so King looked in disgust. He was like, mommy, who leaves their daughter in the car by herself? <laughs> <laughs> Because he knows kids don't stay in the car by themselves. I, so I tried, I used to see these stories every summer and I tried not to judge because I didn't have kids, right? right? But then I had my own kids and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if it's my maternal aspect that doesn't let me forget my kids. Right. Like I remember some lady posted, take off one shoe and put it back by the kid. So then that way, you know that you need your shoe to walk. Right. It'll remind you to look in the back seat. And I was like, yeah, that's a cool life hack. For if I leave my gym bag in the car right. or I don't want to forget my lunch in the backseat or possibly even my pocketbook. But, yo, baby. I mean, I'm trying to come from a non-judgmental place. Right. So I think, like, um, you know, if it's, like, one of those days where, what is that? Uh, what's that law called? Where everything can go wrong you can Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law, right? Where everything is just fucked up and you got this kid and your kid won't stop crying or whatever you know what I'm saying things happen and I think that and it's not making an excuse for Mm -hmm. mothers or fathers or anybody who leaves their kids in the car so you think about it like shit people like your mental gets fucked up sometimes you're not always in the right frame of mind Mm -hmm. however Keep the fucking kids safe. That's it. That's it. I mean, I, I I can't imagine the pain as a father he may be feeling right now. I can't imagine that pain the mom the mother is feeling. And she's probably thinking, like, I should have just did this shit by myself. Right. Like, I mean, she took my fucking kids. Like, you know, you replay that day in your mind a million Forever. times. And that's crazy. Like, so, your babies are gone. Your I couldn't even. I couldn't even imagine knock on wood. Like the, the thought of thinking of life without my kids at this point in life sickening. makes me sad. Like that shit so, is sickening. And to know that your kids died from your negligence is just another like, oh my god. Yeah. So it's fucked up all the way. Either way you flip, any way you flip the coin, like that shit is fucked up. Just you know what be I'm saying? Hyper vigilant with your kids. I'm. 
maybe I'm, I, I, I stress myself out when it comes down to little shit, like, but I don't care because it be that little shit that's, that'll be life and death for yeah. you and your family. Yeah, so absolutely. you have to be vigilant. You have to, like, you just have to. And it's, I feel so bad for those babies. May they sleep in peace. That yeah. mom, I hope she don't hate that man. No. The sibling that got dropped off. Yeah. That's, Cause like, you know, a, you, man. Can you imagine? No, I can't. And then just think, like, how long were they in the like, eight hours? No, no, no. I he know got in the car and drove, and then noticed oh, that his kids my were dead. God. It wasn't even like he came back and was like, "Oh shit, my kids." No, he worked the entire eight hour shift, got in his car to drive. I guess to probably go pick them up, right. and realized that they were still fucking there. Oh my god, that's that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> some next level shit. I just I, I think I think in these cases we just need context like was were the car seats rear facing? Yeah. And were they little ones because at one my kids I was like I'm turning this fucking car seat no, around. No, so King was I mean my child is still very small. He doesn't even weigh 45 pounds. You know what I'm saying? But I still so, put up those mirrors. I need this. I'm My kid oh. was very small. He was still like he could still fit in his cab. I mean, his yeah. legs were long. Yeah. So his legs might have been uncomfortable because his legs were like going up on up the seat. The, right up on the seat. But my baby was a very small one, mm -hmm. you know? So he could have still been facing backwards. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I put him in a, like a converter. Um, King was still backwards until he was like, I turned my kids forward months. because Eva was super tall and Juju was super thick. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, no, and I get that. So King was still reversed for a while. Granted, I did buy the toddler seat that I could have turned around. Yeah. I couldn't figure that shit out. Yeah, so I yeah, just yeah. said, See, that's what I have for King. Like, he went from the carrier mm -hmm. to the toddler, like, convertible yeah, one. Yeah, and so I just let go of that guy. No, for, for <laughs> sure. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, they would get my seats dirty in the mud. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah, because they're walking now at this point. Hello? You, so I get that. So, you know, so I think, like, if they were small ones, because one is still a baby. Yeah, no, one is still, like, I look at my nephew, he's one. Yeah, that's and, a baby. And that's I think that that's important. Like, so for me, my life hack on shit like that is if they're still in that carriage, mm -hmm. that shit is coming out the car. Yeah. Because then that reminds you, like, if the carriage is still in the car, then they're still there. So technically at one, they're still, because Eva, I didn't take her out of that carriage until right, right, right. her legs literally touched my, exactly. my headrest. Right, but, right, right. <laughs> I'm sure they were probably still in it. I just need to see context. Like, I think I need to see a picture of the car, a yeah. picture of how the, 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 the car seat situation. So then I can make a, uh, make an opinion based on what it is as opposed to just speculating. But yeah. unfortunately, That's, it's just so sad, yeah. you know? It is really sad. And God rest those little baby souls. I just think, like, how long were they there? Eight hours. No, not that part. I'm saying how long. When well, did, did they, they suffer? Yeah. yeah. How long did they suffer? Like, had he come out and took a break and checked his car, would he have found them? Right. Or... Yeah. So that's very unfortunate. I pray for them. I pray for that mom. I pray for the entire family yeah. to suffer a loss like that. Like is a just... major loss. I mean, that's like it would, you know, like you would much prefer, like if you had could prefer, like it had been something like the aliens had like abducted them. I don't think that they it. should charge him with manslaughter though. Maybe criminal neglect or something, but like, I don't think manslaughter cause he's already, you don't come back from that. No. Like the pictures of this man in court and mm -hmm. I just, yeah, you don't come back from that shit. Like, yeah. So he was held on a, 
$100,000 bond or a $50,000 cash bail. So I don't think he's going anywhere. No. Anytime soon. Oh, it's so unfortunate. That's a that's a sad what the fuck. I don't like that one. I don't ever want to do a sad one again. <laughs> yeah, let's do. We're gonna do funny next week, <laughs> guys. Don't forget to send in your what the fuck. Don't forget to send in your what the fucks. You can send it to um, the personal space podcast at gmail dot com, or you can DM it to us at the personal space podcast. All right. All right, guys, it's time to get personal. Let's get personal. <laughs> What's the jingle? I'm it's working on it, y'all. <laughs> um, all right, so we came across this post on social media, on Instagram. Um, we saw it on the Spiritual Word. Is it Spiritual, mm-hmm. spiritual Word? Spiritual Word. Um, yeah, so we came across this article. I think Adasha saw it first and she sent it to me. And this article was a fucking word. It was a word. Preach, preacher. So it was about um, sex demons. Okay, so the first slide says, sex demons are real, but y'all not ready to talk about that. And I was immediately engaged because I talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. So basically, sex is an exchange of energy. Mm -hmm. It's an exchange of energy. And a lot of people don't. And I, too, once was a person that didn't know that didn't understand and be like what the fuck are they talking about energy is never destroyed it's merely just transferred mm-hmm. from person to person place to place person to place place to person yeah. it just bounces around and having sex with someone is like the ultimate exchange, exchange of energy, of energy. Whew. girl <laughs> um so this reminds me, uh, when I was a kid, my mom used to listen to Juanita Bynum. Oh, my mom did too, like crazy. And she had a series and it was called No More Sheets. And it was literally just like the layers of mm-hmm. sheets you place on yourself mm-hmm. with every sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't really know it until you, like I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no more sheets, girl, she crazy. Right. She literally like, I remember one of her, it was live and she wrapped herself in sheets and like, oh, I think I watched and she that just like literally took, Juanita Biden was a really powerful yes, prophetess. She was. Like she, she used to make you just, you know, whatever. <laughs> so um, when we came across this post, it was like, yo, this is deep because yeah. it's so true. And one of the things, like the first post under the, the post, it's like the first statement that the author of the post made. So it came from um, somebody on Twitter. Her name was the Lil Nia. The Lil Nia, yo, she woke. She had a she, word. No, she had, and she had just woke up. And she must that shit sizzled in her spirit and she needed to share. Listen, she's talked about STDs, sexually transmitted demons or spiritually transmitted demons. And yo, that resonated with them. Yeah. I mean, we all know that one of the most sacred exchanges, energy exchanges, is sex. Right. And you gotta think, like, for every person you allow yourself to be intimate with especially unprotected you are now taking on that person and the person they were with and the person that person was with whatever energy that was transferred to that person prior to him transferring it to you you've now taken that on right um so for example you ever like hooked up with somebody and 
afterwards you instantly felt bad. Like you, you felt guilty. You felt guilty. You felt disgusting or you felt like, or not even maybe none of those things, right? You just felt normal. You went on about your business and then, and then everything just starts fucking up. Like again, back to Murphy's law, everything that could go wrong just goes terribly wrong. Right. And it's like, whatever he had in him, on him, around him is now, is on, now you. on you. Yeah. And who wants to deal with that? And now when we say like you felt bad, of course the act itself may be great. Might right. be some really great shit. Right. Like, like damn. You feel great. There's a feeling of euphoria right. immediately after. We're talking about like, at, like the aftermath of that. Like the next day when you wake up, if you have sex with a man and the next day you wake up feeling lonely, empty, about Ugh. as bad as you felt before you fucked, right. chances are. Chances <laughs> are he didn't put some shit on you. Some bad mojo. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there, like, you can't, you have to be more protective of your yourself, your yourself. energy, what you allow into your space. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't allow, if would you allow a demon to walk into your house? Exactly. And while you, we may not have demons in the, the physical, theatrical form of right. it, like what we see in these movies and things, they exist. Absolutely. They exist. So, to me, when I think about that is... My mom would always say, she would always tell me, you know, people carry spirits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want them in my house. I don't want those people in my house. I don't want none of your little friends in my house because I don't know them. I don't know nothing about them. I don't want them in my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because people carry spirits. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, you know, in the Bible, they call it spirits. And the, the, uh, the bad juju, right? The bad juju, <laughs> they, the bad energies, you know, good or bad. It can be a good spirit. It could be a sweet spirit. It could be light and airy and fluffy. It can be great energy. It can be, I don't know if you could have good juju, I guess. So you can have all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. But then it could be really bad ones. It could be spirits of depression, spirit of fear, inner, like just negative just negative, 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 just nothing good coming to it. And now, because you just know somebody, you met this guy, y'all been vibing a little bit, mm-hmm. y'all get together, and you be like, you know, he get to whispering sweet nothing, she get to shaking her butt in front of you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like... And your, your loins. <laughs> you <laughs> girded you got, up your loins. You fire, fire burning your loins, you know what I'm saying? And then... You hook up with them, and now you know nothing about them for real. Mm-hmm. You know, you know enough about them to know that you felt comfortable enough to, have, to sex. have sex with them. You know what I'm saying? So you know enough about them to where you felt comfortable. You know what I'm saying? In that moment, I want to be free. I'm liberated. I'm just out here, just doing me. I'm doing me. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hot girl summer. You know what I'm Be saying? Be careful, hot girls. And you don't want to have a cold, depressed winter. Listen, and then now you are doing worse than you've ever been. You're depressed. You're feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. Your finances is fucked up. Your lights is getting cut off. And you can't figure out why. Because you fucked that nigga. You fucked that girl. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself, like, and these are important questions, like, 
are you different since you started sleeping with someone? Right. Like a bad different. Mm-hmm. Um, are you having sex? Do you feel after having sex? Do you feel depressed or different in a bad way? Do you wish you hadn't had sex? Do you have a burst of feeling sad? Are you bipolar since being with a particular someone? Mm-hmm. Chances are. You can guess in bad mojo. And it drains you. It yeah. literally drains you. And it's like, it's crazy. It's super, super crazy. I, I'll say personally, like, I go on my bouts of abstinence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that devilish laugh. <laughs> no, I, I, I legit go on bouts of abstinence just because, like, I am at the age in life where, like, casual sex isn't important to me because right. my my mental is more important right. to me. Like, and to be honest, most men cannot have ha- casual sex. Right. A lot of women can't have casual sex because of her. It's me. I'm her. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want an agreement, though. Like, I, it would be the same person casually. Right. A relationship with no... Rela- like, a relations with a no relationship. Pretty so, much. So, it's like, um, because sex for women is emotional. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm-hmm. Especially when somebody's on top of you and y'all looking in each other's eyes. Y'all love each other in that moment. In that moment, moment, y'all put babies in in you and shit. Listen, in that moment, you guys are in love. You feel a feeling that you've never felt before, Mm -hmm. but you felt that feeling a million times before. You know what I'm saying? But you feel that oh, this is I've never experienced this before. It's so much passion. It's so much all of these things behind it. And the next day, he leave your ass on read. How that's gonna make you feel? But no, for me, so there was a guy I was dating, Mm -hmm. um, I want to say before my last abstinence stint, but since we had already had relations, I'm like, well, shit, (laughs) I'm going to be abstinent right now. Let me holla. Right, right, right. Yo, but I promise you, like the last time there was like, we had our situation, we, Mm -hmm. we had relations. That shit was weird. And I knew in that moment, I was like, I can't fuck with you no more. Mm -hmm. Like. Because we, I'd never experienced that right. being with him, and we were together like for a minute. Like that was my my little dude. And after that last time, he'd hit me up, and I'd be like, "Yo, I'm straight. Like I don't know what the fuck you came over here with, but I had to realign my chakras and like get my shit refocused. Right. And it was like, I don't know what if it was something with him personally. I don't know if it was something with him financially. I couldn't tell you, but I could tell you that the feeling wasn't the same like the vibe wasn't the same the feeling I had post right wasn't the same so I knew for me in that moment like yeah I ain't fucking with somebody who's gonna drain me like right right that right. shit is like a spiritual leech and I'm not with the shits like I've worked too hard yeah to come to where I am for real so for and um for myself a little personal, personal about myself. Um, I was in a relationship, uh, not really a relationship. So I was dealing with this guy for a while. It was a horrible situation. Like it was a terrible relationship, mm-hmm. right? It was like one that should not have been even anything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because him and I have had this had this conversation and we talked about um he was like angry, like all kind of crazy shit, right? And him and I, we talked about where it came from. And yeah. he, we talked about the exchange of energy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So him saying that he slept with somebody and after sleeping with that person, he was never the same again. Wow. Red flag, Renisa. 
red fucking flag. That was like him telling me, like, I'm finna pass this shit to you because I can't handle this. And that's exactly what happened. That was a horrible time. Like, a horrible time it's in so my life. It's so toxic. It's up and down. It's toxic broken. is an understatement. Like, it was so terrible. Like, I can say that was the worst situation I had ever put myself in in my entire fucking life. So after that was done, after I finally had enough, like, of the strength back and forth, yeah. to, like, completely get rid of, like, to completely, like, cut in t- like cut all ties with this relationship, mm-hmm. I went on a whole sabbatical. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I had to... Clear, I had to cleanse myself. I had to clear myself of that toxic bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I I had to cleanse myself of the toxic shit that I had dealt with in that relationship and all relationships prior to that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you come out of a relationship and you go into another one and you go into and you just carry all of that shit with yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? So when I, I went on a super sabbatical, I was did I was celibate for her one whole year and celibacy for me and it sucked and I was it didn't suck it sucked because it's like damn you really want to like you just really want to bust a nut you know what I'm saying like you really want to release and not just release because you could just rub one out but like you want that physical connect like you don't want to have to do it yourself right but you want someone to do it for you so Mm -hmm. like you just want that and my friends were like what you celibate and I was very vocal about it like Mm -hmm. I was very vocal about because I felt like if I said it out loud if I said it to my friends if I said it to people that love me they would in times where I was like weak because I was dating yeah but they would hold you accountable they would hold me accountable like don't get yourself in that situation don't get yourself like in a situation where you at somebody house sitting on a bed you know what I'm saying like be yeah, smart about be smart about what you're doing. But I can honestly say, like, I meditated a lot. I prayed a lot. I worked out. I ate right. You know what I'm saying? Just you to took care of you. I took care of me and my self, my insides. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, not only my insides health wise, but spiritually. Your spirit, yeah. Like, I took care of that and I worked on that. And so when me and my babe got together, hey, boo, it was like, I was like, what? fucking go and he was like chill girl like relax relax oh, relax we used to have this group chat <laughs> on imo <laughs> and there was an elephant emoji <laughs> <laughs> and yes. it used to have like the legs spread she was doing a cartwheel <laughs> with her legs wide open oh no it wasn't no it wasn't a cartwheel she was doing she was, like she was on a handstand yeah, with her legs and like, a v. she would be like kicking her legs open and i was just like it was like the tip drill but an elephant version yes that's exactly <laughs> what it was and so then it was like i mean like we don't got to go there right now and I was like you know what all right so it then it was just kind of like working on like getting to know someone yeah you know what I'm dating. saying dating dating and like getting to know someone getting to know yourself again in a relationship without the extra shit because when you have sex then all that false sense of security come in you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. and so I can say for me, being celibate 
being intentional with all of my relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I want from you because I don't want sex. So, and I was very vocal about being yeah. celibate when I was dating. They hate that shit. Or they feel like it's two type of men out there, right? I'm sorry, there's three. There's the man who will honor what you're saying. And because they want more from you than just your body, right. they'll ride the ride with you and mm-hmm. stick it out and build with you and form that relationship. Then you have the man who won't fuck with you because you're celibate and they ain't got time to be chasing for no pussy. Right. Then you have the man who was like, oh, she's playing. Like, I'm going to see how celibate this bitch really right, is right, because right. I'm taking all of that. Right. Figure out which man you want. <laughs> Figure out which man you want or which man you got. I think another important post that, uh, another important point that was made in the post is try not to involve yourself sexually with someone who is physically, mentally, financially, spiritually unhappy or upset with themselves mm-hmm. because that can be projected onto you. Absolutely. I hate those what woe is me asking. Yeah, no. Man, female, person. person. That's so that important shit. because you have to understand like what that person's stress is is not your stress. Mm-mm. Like, And you cannot save them You all. call that man and something's always going wrong. Mm-mm. Girl, if you don't go back through the bushes like that one meme <laughs> disappear. Just let it go because honestly, a relationship cannot make you happy. Happiness is something that has to be achieved within self. And if self cannot achieve said happiness, you is not saving that hope. Absolutely. You can't. You there's no way for you to do it. And us as a lot of us are like we draw those kind of people. Like mm-hmm. those people are drawn to us, you know, because you know how they say until you learn from that mistake, You'll it's going to them. keep appearing. It's gonna keep re. It's gonna reappear in your life so many times. It's gonna have a different face. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have on a different outfit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna maybe it's gonna it's gonna be a friend. Maybe it's going to be a lover. Maybe it's going to be a neighbor. It could be the fucking mailman. But until you learn from that thing, it's going to continue to reappear in your life absolutely and you just stay woke word <laughs> nigga <laughs> creeping <laughs> no for real they won't find you <laughs> for real and then so some ways you can learn to like cleanse yourself from that is again you can become celibate you can eat different foods you know, just take care of yourself. Pray. You can pray. Meditate. Meditate. Realign your chakras. You can go to church. You can go to the temple, to the mosque. To wherever. wherever you go wherever, to cleanse your spirit. Wherever you go to cleanse your spirit. And then just, you can work on your relationships. Not the sexual relationships. Not the, like, the romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Work on those relationships because... A lot of times we just be fucking because we lonely. Yeah. And you're just trying to fill a void because, yeah, it feels good in that moment. But afterwards, how, how are you, you feeling? Feel? Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, OK, figure out how to fill that void. What what is that void? And is identify it. it. Is and sometimes it, it's OK getting comfortable being with self. Yeah, you have to. I have to learn that. You have to. Me, too. 
I learned that in my one year of celibacy. As a serial dater that <laughs> I am. <laughs> and I too was a serial a serial dater. It is fun. odd. <laughs> it's fun. But well, I always had like, a next nigga when the last nigga didn't work out. But the problem is is that they were the same man. Exactly. Every time. So, so it was like you were uh, kicking this one to the curb just to pick up the next one. Just to pick up right where you left off with that one. Yeah. So it's like are you really dating? Like, are do you really got someone else? You got somebody else lined up. It's the same person. Exactly. There was only one instance in my adult dating career mm-hmm. where the relationship didn't drain me. I only had one non-draining relationship mm-hmm. in my life, to be honest. Like, right. from the start of me being in a relationship to this day, mm-hmm. one man that didn't drain me. Yeah? One. That's crazy. And it left like, so when I, we were doing our research on this topic, it mm-hmm. was like, yo. Cause you, you're learning <laughs> so much about yourself in these moments. You know what I'm saying? You're learning about your situation and you know, though I, and I've been through this and I've been through, you know, without doing the research, just like been through this. But then reading back on things, it's like, oh, wow. Like, if I would have done it this way or if I would have seen it this way from the beginning or not even the beginning because, you know, you get wooed by stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Feelings in that moment. Somebody can make you feel like you're the prettiest girl in the world. You're the finest man. They play on your insecurities. Absolutely. Those type of people that like those people that suck the life out of you. They prey on your insecurities. And that's just really what it is because in that moment, you're missing something and they see exactly what it is that you're missing. And they prey on that. Oh my God. And maybe not even intentionally, but some people are just that broken that they have, like, you. They need to suck whatever good energy you mm-hmm. have and give you their bad shit right. so they can so that move they on can to the move next person. On so that they can go on. It's like, imagine being in a relationship with someone and you're pouring your all into them mm-hmm. and you're building them and they're draining they're you and empty. they're sucking you. They are empty. But then they leave your ass, marry the next bitch and give them the life that you wanted with them. Absolutely. That is the exact depiction of a transfer of energy. Yep, yep, yep. And so. you're broken and you are just like scraping to get by not even maybe you know not financially or not you know because you're still whatever but mentally and emotionally you are just scraping like yeah you know like uh those cartoons like the um when they're in the desert mm-hmm. and they think they see it they see an oasis of water right? and then it's a fucking mirage yeah. you know what i'm saying and that mirage is the next person so, I mean, that just be thing. very aware. Be, and I think that that just goes back to you taking care of self. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you work really hard to, to heal those insecurities, yeah. to heal yourself, somebody can't take that shit from you because you're not going to tolerate it. Right, right, like, right. Like, you're not really yeah. running with that bullshit. Like, yo, half the shit I would have fell for in my 20s, I'd be looking at people like, I got two kids. And you, re- I mean, not, and it's not even about having the two kids. It's like... Yo, you really trying to fucking play me right now? Like you think you think I'm stupid? You think, you think I'm it's some a game? Type of fucking sucker? Yeah. Nah, that shit ain't gonna fly. And I just you I just really like what sits with me is just always like be intentional yeah. with everything. With be intentional everything. with your words, your deeds, your thoughts. Like yeah. just you just be intentional because if you're thinking this shit through, 
you're not going to like, even if you're drunk, you know what I'm saying? With your intentional being intentional all the time, not where nobody's perfect. So nobody is thinking intentionally at all, all times. Not when the henny's in the system. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, you still have to be strong enough in yourself, in your beliefs, in what you want for yourself Mm -hmm. out of life to know that, yeah, this do say is hitting right now, but how am I going to feel in the morning? How am I going to feel later? How am I going to feel in two weeks? Because it might not hit you right away, but how am I going to feel about this when I have to, can you say it out loud without being embarrassed? Right. You know what I'm saying? Can you say it out loud? Can you tell your friend? Can you tell your best friend? Can you tell your homegirl? Can you tell your homeboy? Can you tell your kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. without being embarrassed. Can you say it out loud without being embarrassed? Can you tell every... Can you say, like, oh, I hooked up with Rashid or Rashida and not being embarrassed about it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Can you say, like, yeah, me and Jermaine or me and Shantae. Where are you getting this I don't know. I'm just pulling in from out my ass. Rashida, Rashid, Jermaine, Chantel. Who else, girl? Ricky, no, Bobby, and Mike? Yep. All of them. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Oh, Kiki and fucking Coco and... Keanu. All of them. Can you say it? Can you tell somebody like, yeah, we slept together and not be embarrassed about it? Right. So it's like, okay, so then that comes with being intentional. Like, yeah. You know? So... It's that, a word. That I was just about to say that. That was a word. Shout out to I forgot what her name. Little Little Miss something something. Little not Little Nia X. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Sound like that. Uh, she spoke a word and she was so the funny. little Nia. She was so funny because she was like, "You fuck with him now." You got a baby with him, and you got to look at this bald-headed little kid. Wait, like, what she said? Hold on, everybody. So this is why funny. some of y'all babies' daddies don't like you, bitch, because you let some <laughs> not shit ass, not shit ass dick nut in you, and look how you living with your bald-headed ass child. Mm-hmm. Y'all better get off my tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? It is really true. Like you just. Be careful and have a hot girl summer. And I mean, I'm not saying hot girl summer does not constitute sex. No, it doesn't. You are not your body. You are yourself. So have a hot girl summer and be a better you and have fun and live unapologetically, but protect your spirit. Protect your spirit. Protect yourself. I mean, because you could also get the real estate. The other STDs. You sexual. can get the his, <laughs> the herp, the clap, the trick, all of that. It's, all that shit is out here lurking. The yeah, the herp. Did we say herp? We did. All that shit is that shit out ain't going nowhere, lurking. B. It's all <laughs> out here lurking. The spirits, the uh, the diseases, all, all that. that, all of that. So just you know, look out for yourself. Yes, look out for self first. Self preservation. Absolutely, it's the number one. <laughs> Protect yourself. All right, y'all. So that was good. That was good. That was deep. I, I enjoy it. Yes. I like to get deep. I talk a lot. Hey, y'all. <laughs> All right. Where can the people find you? So I can be found on Instagram at underscore amazing underscore and amazing is spelled A-M-A-Z-E-I-N-G. All right. And I can be found at Renisa Rose and it's R-A-N-E-S-S-A-R-O-Z-A-Y-Y-Y. And together we are at 
the personal space podcast hit us up let us know what you're thinking you could um dm us you can email us again our email is um not at but it's the personal space podcast at gmail.com love to hear from you guys we'd love to hear from you we love y'all holler at us bye bye